What's up, everybody? It's Joe LaPuma. You are listening. You are watching the Complex Sneakers podcast. As always, I'm with my guy, Mr. Matt Welty. It's a rainy day, but I won't let it affect my mood. Keep the <laughs> keep the vi- okay. Keep the vibrations high. Yes. And yes. of course. Mr. Brendan Dunn. We got a lot of things that could potentially affect our mood, but we are not going to let any of them do so. Yes, sir. Happy to see you guys back in the flesh. Same. How's everybody feeling? Feels good. Feels good. And you put on for his squad? Yes. This week? Yep. The Sabrina Nescu. Yeah. Yeah. Sabrina Nescu episode of Oregon Ducks Legend. Sneaker shopping. Yes. I think someone in the comments said, can she hook you up with some tickets, maybe? Okay. You gonna be next to Big Boy soon in the at the (laughs) game? Wow. Big boy and Andre. Andre 3000 showing up to an Oregon football game. Yeah, this past okay. weekend. He oh, was yes. at the Arizona game in Autzen. Wow. To be to, to be next to them, what, what an incredible feeling that would be. We, we might have to put me on assignment. Maybe the sports team, you know, maybe Chops or Adam Caporell could yes. send me out to Eugene for a little on the field. And Oregon won again. Yes. A little bit of a shaky win. I don't know if you guys – I don't want to turn it like – I don't want to do a, win a, is a win. segment like every single episode. Okay. I feel a win bad. Is a I feel win. like it's selfish. We're going to win out, right. though. A win is a win, though. Oh, man. How's the week going? Like Great. I said, <laughs> okay. how honest do you want me to be? There's a lot of things that could affect us, but we're not going to let any of them do so. Okay, I'll kick it off. Please. I just came back from Dallas. Uh, short trip, weekend trip, great city. Had a good shoot there. We landed in Dallas, mm-hmm. okay? And super producer Dave Matthews tends to wherever we are. Yeah. He kind of he acts a little touristy, I right. will say. He, he like, I'm the type, I go to the hotel, I like yeah, relax. Been there, done that. Just like maybe a little jaded, even. Yeah, maybe, maybe he likes as soon as he drops the bags off at yeah. the hotel. He's on fr- TripAdvisor scrolling. Deep. Absolutely, fresh yeah. off seat thirty-seven B. He, you know, he he lands, drops the bags off at the hotel, and then immediately he wants my cousin, my this. You know how yeah. he responds. He, oh, yeah, I yeah, know yeah, someone. Yeah. Every city in America. He knows someone. Yep. So this one, oh, my cousin recommended this barbecue. We go to barbecue. You got some, yeah, you got some Q going, right? Let me tell you this guy's order, okay? <laughs> you got the Fred Flintstone rib? First thing. Yes. Uh, first thing, a, a pint of Mountain Dew. Pine of Mountain Dew, the Fred Flintstone rib, $41 rib. <laughs> what? A $41 rib it was. In this economy? A $41 rib. There was a line at this place, Pecan Lodge, out the door, essentially. Uh-huh. And they were just waiting to eat inside. Dave... Which we all know, he's very quick on his feet. He yeah, asked the server any way to like get around this, and they were like, "Well, if you eat outside, you could order at the bar." It took us like ten minutes. So anyway, we got Big barbecue. He leans into the barbecue, forty-one dollar rib, like this. He was leaning afterward. I'm like, sure you get that much meat in your stomach. Man, I couldn't. I couldn't eat gravity af- after the lunch. I couldn't eat the whole up? night. The whole night. Now. The best part, and we know classic Dave Matthews stories, where I've said he has eight burritos on planes. He has, at 8.30 in the morning, has had full Shake Shack meals mm-hmm. on planes mm-hmm. to L.A. He leaves to go to the airport Sunday after our shoot, and apparently he took leftovers. He took from the barbecue From episode? the barbecue the day before. Got it, some white bread and just made a sandwich on the plane? Kept, kept the barbecue... And ate it right before getting on the plane, apparently. So classic Dave Matthews. The the rib, though. Yeah, you showed us a photo of that. that we we have the wait, picture. I took a picture. Right now, I, I th- also, I've been taking, like, and you guys should do it, 
we take pictures just so we could put it in these podcasts. But yeah, <laughs> sure. Did you did you pull the the classic move of when the when the check came and you were like, "Hey man, I ordered an eighteen dollar platter and you ordered a forty one dollar rib. I am not splitting this bill with you." <laughs> well, someone came up to us and was literally someone came up to us and was like. How much did that cost? Check your receipt, like another patron of the, mm -hmm. and Dave didn't realize it was that expensive, but. It's in the, the, the budget took care of it. it I don't know. Safe. I'm, Joe, I'm actually, I gotta say, I'm a little surprised, and maybe it was a quick trip you took to Dallas this weekend, because there was an important Game? cultural event happening here in New York City while you were gone. The, the pizza? The San Gennaro Festival. I know, I know. You went. You went in my honor. I was rolling. You went in my honor as a, you went in my honor. So we were well Is that represented. cultural appropriation? I mean, you, you, this whole, the what? end of summer and you're continuing it into the fall. You've, your little tour of Italy. Yeah, no, you're yeah. like stacking up credit. My exploration so. of, One of the of most the iconic uh, streetwear moments of the year occurred outside of the Noah store. I don't know if you guys saw Oh my God, you're right. The Noah store, which of course is on the Wait, border of the San Gennaro Festival. Did you see the tweet? Um, there was a couple fornicating underneath the awning I of saw the it. Noah store. <laughs> I yes. saw it, I saw it, yes. <laughs> we, we don't have much more to add Wait. to that. Actually, I will say, I did go into Noah this weekend, and who should be sitting on the couch but former store manager who now works at SNS, Will Whitney. Will Whitney. A man we're trying to get on this we podcast. Need, yes. Shout out Will. But Honorary he, Armenian. He, he's been a little bit resistant. Okay. So I, I pressed him in real life. Okay. You got to force Kept his the hand. energy. <laughs> yeah. So I'm hoping we can, you know, we can continue to work. And, and speaking of getting pressed, while I was at the San Gennaro Festival, I did get pressed myself. Uh, what? So some, some people from the New York City sneaker resale mafia rolled up on me. PG knows. And, they said, and, stop talking about PG <laughs> like no, that. And they told me that they have to be on the show. About Ooh. five, about five deep. Um, my man, I got. I still have to answer his DM. Upscale New York. Upscale, um, upscale crack. No, not upscale crack. Yes, uh, he said. He's been mentioned I, on this. I know. He? I know. I'm he showed me all the videos. Sure, I'm pretty sure he like accosted us. Not accosted, but like <laughs> accosted. I didn't at, say that. He your, he, your he was, he was running like. a campaign at Complex Con of everyone running up saying you need to get this guy on full size. Right? <laughs> well, okay. I have his number Campaign's right here. Still going strong. We can Facetime him now. Uh, no. No. Okay, well, I'll respond to the DM of Skill Crack, but yes, five gentlemen said that they need to be. It was it was a lively event, the San Gennaro Festival. Sorely, sorely missing your presence, show. Damn, did next to Action Bronson Pizzette. Yeah, did you guys see? Did you guys anyone go to that Action Bronson making pizzas? Okay, you should know it, it being in Williamsburg on a Saturday that Matt Welty definitely right did not make it. I actually was in New York City. And on you didn't Saturday, go? I didn't, no, I was he doesn't in, show up to Williamsburg unless there's the an ice cream flavor with his name on it. I was in the Bronx. Oh, tell us about yeah. Let's let's go right there. Let's wait. Let, take us all the way. I was in the Bronx. Up to the Bronx, up to Yankee Stadium. Yes, New oh, the game. cultural yeah, New York event Rebel that you were played, at. New York City FC. There was shirts uh, optional. Yeah, yes, there was actually two shirts optional. <laughs> two sure. throw that photo up. Yep. You need to you need yeah. to submit that photo. Okay, there was two matches this week or this past week because there was supposed to be a match like. Two weeks ago or something. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Your your lifeblood, your team, New York yes. City Red Bull. No, New York Red Bull. Excuse me, New York Red Bull. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. They played NYCFC twice. So the whole game, the whole uh, time where everyone knows where the whole my cell phone got ruined in the bodegas and I sliced my finger, yes. all of that. Yep. Yes. That was Important supposed part to of the play New York City, and then it rained that day, and that's why the match got canceled okay, so they it. had to reschedule a wednesday and a saturday because the season's already filled out but they played two games no they matches. played a they played a wednesday and a saturday so they played twice during the same week both teams yes yeah so but i didn't go to the one on wednesday I went to the one on saturday 
got up. Sorry, I have to keep interrupting you because I want to know all the context. The one on Wednesday who won. It so they were uh, New York City FC was up one nothing and Red Bull ended up getting a penalty in the 112th minute, which okay. never even happens, and they scored the the game tying goal. So okay. one one. So we get the gang back together. Uh, it's been a while. I gang, like. you use the word gang. Be careful. <laughs> uh, anyways, it's the crew. Um, <laughs> So we get everyone back together, go up to Yankee Stadium, Saturday. You know, handful of guys. Red Bull scores uh early goal, goes up one nothing, holds on to it the whole game. Love that. We're only shirtless when we're winning. So, <laughs> so that that's the official rule? That, okay. No, that's the chant. Yeah, we're only shirtless when we're winning. <laughs> oh, that's the chant. You make up who makes up the chant? We 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 all kind of do. Um, you have one that you made up that uh, gets may- the stadium going? Maybe, maybe not. Um, okay. <laughs> So yeah, so we um yeah we win. I'm running through the middle of the Bronx, no shirt on. As you uh, do, great times, just reveling in the glory that of is New York, New York football. Yep. Yeah, that yeah, it's glory, glory, New York football. So yeah, it was just I felt alive for Good. once in a long time. Not that I don't oh, feel alive oh, as a person. Yeah. But that was I, dark. Okay. No, 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 no. But Good the, and then the, dark. The feeling, the the real feeling, came back. Yeah. You were. Outside. Yes, I was you outside. Felt, you felt like you were outside, and you were outside. Yes. How hostile is the territory there at Yankee Stadium for Red Bull fans like yourself? I mean, there's, like, things that have been covered by the New York Post in the past that get kind of crazy. It's because, I don't know if you guys have been there, there's kind of, like, a bottleneck in front of yeah. the in front of the stadium where it's like you get off the train yeah, yeah. and then you try to get in, but then all of a sudden everyone's kind of coming out of the subway. Not the, the best uh, civic engineering time and then there's like that i forget what it's called but there's like that uh that side street that has like all the bars yeah yeah on it right in front of it so it's like all their supporters are out there and we're all like bottlenecked at the front and they're trying to like make sure things don't happen you know like there's like all security and everything yeah out you, there. Were, you were running and i behave myself you okay you be but you were running through the bronx like you were john carlos stanton probably okay who's that the, the yankee guy who's killing it right now speaking of which Ronnie, like, just dropped or, like, what, like, 30? How many uh, World Series do the Yankees have? Uh, is it 27 still? You know, come on. Joe is a diehard Mets fan, so, of That's course, true. he, he so it's totally fair to not know this bit of truth. 27 or 28. Um, Does that, it's a hat for every win? Let me well, it's a hat it. for every World Series they won, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, 27 did you have Yankee 20, fitted. Did you have 27 fitted show up at the crib? No. He's a Mets fan. No, and do you yeah, not Ronnie re- knows. Do you not remember Ronnie knows where his Mets allegiance fan. in the MLB lies? Dreams. New York Mets. Me and Ben Felderstein, the biggest Mets fans. <laughs> Shout out to Ben. In complex. Shout out to Ben. But Ronnie is 10 years of Kith. Love that. This week celebrating 10 yeah. years of Kith. There's the book. There's the billboard. There's the book, the billboard at MSG. I may yeah. walk past MSG on the way home. Love and that. He did the special flavor at the Lemon Ice King of Corona. Yes. We got to go out there for oh, that. Oh, VIP I didn't pizza. Know about that. We got to yeah, go out VIP there for that. Yeah, VIP. Carbone in Miami has yeah. them. And there's a look. Book. There's a lookbook. There's Two, a. It's I not think. even a lookbook. It's like a. Ma- it's a. It's a. Aren't you in there? Magazine. You got I a spread, actually, Joe? I I may have is a, it a page. Pull out? Like I a, may have a page in there. Like and a I, fold out. You know what I mean? Is it a recent photo or is it a photo from the past? Recent photo, and I may be wearing white sneakers. Maybe we'll see. Did they wait? They did so. Celebrating the 10 years, they didn't use the iconic Co photo. No, no. The, maybe the, they should have. Maybe it's a sidebar. They should have. So look, one of the first. Yeah, the the. A6, yeah, the Cove Gelite 3. Of course, an iconic one photo. One of my first modeling gigs. <laughs> one of my first and only. <laughs> You've appeared in a few lookbooks over the years. Uh, 10 deep. 
Yeah. Um, That's a classic. Joe, things that are hopefully only first and only time it happened to you. I heard you had a little snafu at customs. Yeah, there's a pair stuck in customs that I... Can you say what it is? It's the black off-white dunk. Okay. And it's stuck in customs. And I'm not really familiar. There's been a lot of, like, dunk... Are you going like pain, dunk pain points this week? The Sabrina episode of Sneaker Shopping went up. I'm wearing the Slam City Dunks, mm-hmm. which I teased on this podcast before. And the toe box, the rubber toe box, totally yeah. is like like a tar type of yep. material. No, the, the, the rubber falling off there, you felt like Lando Norris. At, and it was my Sochi. first time wearing them, but our friend Sneaker Den hooked me up with a guy, Brad Hobbs. Shout out to Brad Hobbs. Oh, I know who that is. Brad oh, Hobbs. I thought who, you said from Brad the, Hall. He's from the UK. Yes, he's from yeah. the UK, and he walked me through some treatment. I'm going to try to salvage them, and we'll see. But between the Slam City Skate dunks falling apart and the off-white dunks stuck in customs, maybe we cool off on the dunks for well, a little wait, bit. I'm hoping that Welty can help you out here because we, we went through it here a couple episodes yes. ago. Welty's big Custom issue. Snafu. So luckily, much more luckily, than a snafu. With, luckily, with luckily, the Homeland other people security. involved in the situation took care of it, so yeah, I didn't so have to... Any, any recommendations for Joe, though, how we can get through this? Because I don't, I don't know. I did not. I told myself I'm not getting involved in this. Other people want to take care of it. Okay. So <laughs> Thank no, you very much. His answer was <laughs> not no, no advice you. and no help. <laughs> yeah. You're back, though, on vacation. Should we break the fourth wall and say we shot two episodes in one week because you were going on vacation and now you're I mean, actually we're already back? happy. We shot, actually there. shot two episodes in two days. Two right? days. So let's break <laughs> oh, the fourth wall. Okay. And that's why... A little behind you said, the scenes. That's why you said good to see you because we haven't seen, we haven't been, we took a week off from yeah. seeing each other in person. How was vacation? We took a week off from seeing each other in person, but we didn't take a week off in the content. Notice that. No. no so you moving. went to the motherland? Yeah, I was in Ireland for about eight days. Had a good time driving around with my brother, spending some time with family. Nice. Back, back in horses in the pubs, you know, eating mayonnaise, swimming a little bit. You don't um, curry chips? Y- yeah, but the whiskey tweet. We got a <laughs> oh. amazing. It wasn't even a. Cl- I wouldn't even say a clap back. Just really good. Oh. Describe it. Oh yeah, I think I said that the redeeming quality, the single redeeming quality of Irish cuisine is their immutable enthusiasm for mayonnaise. And some guy said you spelled whiskey wrong. You know, and, I said, and the well, guy literally spelled whiskey wrong. <laughs> whiskey wrong <laughs> I mean, and there's like a variant no, of whiskey. Actually, no, but there's actually two spellings. Of it. Oh but well, then he, he he definitely used the one that's less common here in. Oh. The good well, old jokes US on of me a. then. No, 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 no. Jokes on him. Jokes on him. The joke's not on me. I know that for sure. Okay. That guy fucked up. Don't ever call me out on grammar or spelling. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That, okay. He does I have a way with words. Ireland, he has a way with words. Spell whiskey with a Y, no E. We're in the Ooh. US right now. So I think he actually used the culture. Oh, oh my. You're going to talk to me about Irish culture. Okay. Go ahead, buddy. I mean, you came back with the green shoes on. So. Is this Go why ahead, you didn't buddy. want him to bring up his vacation? <laughs> no. I'm just like saying we could, we could, uh, we could. Find out what's the what's the way you spell whiskey in Ireland. <laughs> he did. He's being so shady wow, right now. Oh man, you, I got to bring you with me next time, wealthy. Sure. <laughs> All right. Listen. Should we give away some sneakers? You should give away some sneakers because let me tell you. Yeah, we got something good. Whoever's getting these, we got something great. Something exceptional. Something special. This week's question comes from Alec in Georgia. In Norcross, Georgia, right? Yes. And that's important to say because our producer, Dave Matthews, oh, yes. his dad lives close to there. So yes. just for so everybody we were keeping informed, track at home. We were informed. Just so you know. Shouts to Norcross. Right? Norcross? That's just outside the A and right near <laughs> Dave Matthews' dad. Right near where Dave Matthews' dad lives. So, oh. <laughs> some, some trivia to put in your back pocket. Yeah. Listen, the Nor. 
cross claim to fame, the new claim to fame is Dave Matthews. Dad lives near there. <laughs> Put it on the Wikipedia. Not even page. live there. He lives near, <laughs> near there. Exactly. Exactly. I'm so glad we know that. So this question comes from Alec, and the question is: Do you guys have any specific preferences on how your sneakers are laced? Important question. Any thoughts on loosey goosey, traditional, and how sneakers should be laced? Yeah. So the one thing, and where you and I agree yeah. on this, bar lacing. Bar lacing was a big no-no in the retail <laughs> wait, days. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry, guys. Can we talk about the shoes we're giving yes. away? Oh, okay. Did, I you, want... did you wear the pink shirt on purpose today? Um, Why? <laughs> no, but oh. look, it's all lining up. We have a pink box pair of SBs here. And just so people know how you can win a pair of shoes, we give away yeah. a pair of shoes every week with eBay here on the Complex Sneakers Podcast. If you go to ebay.complex.com, you can submit a question to ask us on air. And if we pick your question to ask it on air, we're going to send you a free pair of shoes. From eBay's Authenticity Guarantee most Program. Ex most expensive shoes we've given away on the show exactly. so far. Wow. And I got to say, the lights are reflecting off the top of the box, and they're kind of blinding me, which is fitting, because this is a brilliant sneaker, a shining sneaker. Look at it. And we are giving away today. Look at that. A pair of Diamond Dunks. Don't call them Tiffany's. This is the best sneaker we've given away. Wow. Look at it. One yeah, of the best SB quick. Dunks there ever was. Should I lick the sole? No. Can you recreate the Nick Diamond photo real quick? <laughs> right, what right, right. a pair. Man, beautiful. Tiffany blue, diamond blue, croc skin, embossed leather, and most importantly, maybe the eBay authenticity guarantee tag right on there so you know they're legit. <laughs> you're not going to um, lick them, but can you give them a, one big sniff to see how... Who's this guy? <laughs> if, you, if you want. Look at how good they look, though. Yeah, Seriously. Smell pretty good, too. Imagine, imagine walking through dead the streets of Norcross in these, and Dave Matthews' dad stops you dead in the street and says, "Holy shit, those are crispy." Yeah, actually, that, that huh? may happen. Yeah, we need the photo. Well, the no, 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 it, it may not because he doesn't live in Norcross. That's he true. Lives, near, he lives near. near he Norcross. used to work with a kid at Foot Locker, this kid Eric, and he was kind of a hype beast and just kind of had disposable money. And he had a pair of Tiffany's, and they were his work shoes. Oh wow, <laughs> different. They got beat up. Dude, he, he worked like 40 hours a week at a pair of Tiffany Dunks. Love and that. they were legit. It wasn't yeah, some, yeah, yeah. a foo-foo pair. Did you look at him when you said that? No. We're just, we know that I have a fake pair. Oh, I didn't even <laughs> think about that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I had a fake pair. Oh, yeah, yeah. The shame. Sorry. Uh, we're well, all I got a real pair, too. Anyways, speaking of Foot Locker, bar lacing shoes. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. The so question. Are we gonna, yeah, the question about lacing shoes. Yes. And I know that you and I agree on this, that the biggest no-no, <laughs> there's been many... Bar lacing. We had to do that Did at Foot Locker. That was the rule. You had to do okay. bar lacing? So that's... All so the shoes on the display shoes on the wall. Yeah. This was like in the early 2000s. I think they've since changed it. But they had to be bar laced. And it was the biggest Why? pain in the ass. I don't know. Because they said it looked more like sleek on the wall. Like the laces weren't bunched Not up. Not true. Anyways, <laughs> the problem with that was... The problem with that was is that... Nobody wants to buy a display shoe, but a shoe being bar laced is like the telltale sign that, that it was, was a display shoe. Mm -hmm. And you'd try to sell to someone, they're like, Well, where's the other one? And you'd have to run out back real quick and you'd have to bar lace the other one? No, you'd no, have to un unbar lace un the bar one. Lace the wall. I remember being at finish line and when you like new employees, when they went to go yeah. do the wall at night, some of them would do bar lacing and the managers would be like, we don't do that here. That's Foot Locker. <laughs> but bar lacing to me never looked good. Really. No, it's bad. But do you know how much a pain in the ass it was that like at the end of the night, if you had like the 15 singles on the wall that you had to like fill up and you had to bar lace all of the shoes, you had to put it like into a production line just to get the sneakers out. But what about on a crowded Saturday, right? Oh and you're closing. God. 
And the store is packed the whole day, and the wall that you have is to it, refill is, is at it, night, and you're just looking at the wall. Like a, it's it looks like, like a eight, war zone. <laughs> it's like 845. The mall, the mall closes at 930. Yeah. You're looking at the wall, and there's like th 25 holes in it, and you're like, I'm going to be here till 11 o'clock tonight. And the oh worst thing was is that when you sold a shoe on the wall that was like the last one, and then like you're like, oh shit. What am I gonna fill? Now I need to replace it. And there was always like the thing where there was like three pairs of shoes like in a row. So now you can't have the random one in. Yeah. So you have to take all three down and figure out which three you're gonna put up for it. Sounds it's a like headache. A Anyways, that was the, that was like the a nightmare. So so we know for sure bar lacing. But then there's yes, okay. bar lacing was never my thing personally or finish lines. The other thing is like we talked about the skipping. The big the X's. Har the Harlem lace job. I remember mm -hmm. the Nike Air turbulences. I, I Back in the day, I definitely laced them where like I did the one at the end or the beginning, and then the big X in the middle skipped like three holes. Yeah. And then, I mean, we could just talk about lacing, yes. honestly, for an hour. Like the way, I feel like one of the ways that really showed people were into sneakers is the way people used to do SB dunks back in the day with the little cross on the outside, you know, like the little X. I never did that. I, I never really did it, but I was always like, oh, that's that seems like the way oh, to do it. The you X know? at the top? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know how well, to do that. Well, that's way better than what the kids do now, where they call like the cause. Oh, <laughs> you, see the, you see the Yeezy 350s with like the cause lacing? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. They Make it look like they do like a like same thing like a cross X and yeah. like they tie it up at the top and it looks like the cause face. Yeah. Oh, there's so many there's so many lacing things that, that upset me like Air Force Ones. Um, you can tell you know if if you really like Air Force Ones, I feel like you should be buying a half size down and you know yeah. that that's how the sizing on them goes. They're too but, tight. Yeah, a lot of people still no a lot of people will still buy the regular sizing. Yeah. So it's it's bigger than it should be, and then as a result, they have the laces tied super tight with these yeah. long, I hate the long rabbit ear bunny laces. Oh my God. They look the like Lou Ferrigno <sighs> tied the shoes. What about even like, even, man. Just to me, lacing is the, is the most subtle thing that you, you know can if someone's see, in like shoes you know or not. if someone's in, and honestly, oh. it's the thing I worry about the most of like, oh. are my laces right? I remember, I gotta, I gotta give him a quick shout out because this is birthday today. Dallas Penn has, has said frequently that you're not really into sneakers if you don't, Undo the factory lacing when you get them in and redo them yourself. Okay. And that makes me feel self conscious a lot of times when I take I've, a shoe out and I don't have the time to I've do that. I've had like talks with people about this because there's like, I don't want to like, hmm. no no shots, no shots, but I would I would say that no, it's, it's a, no, 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 it's shots a older, it's a, it's a older generation of sneak, like, like a tier, like above like where I'm at. Yeah. Who, and I see a lot of the guys online, I mean, you know, Facebook discussion groups with yeah. them who they think, it looks better to tie the. Oh, <laughs> that that goes for the bloopers. We're not gonna cut yeah. that. Um, it, it looks better to tie the laces behind the tongue, and I hate that. Mm. You gotta I've, tie your laces and put it like this. And it just feels I definitely bad. did that in sixth grade. Yeah, but it, I mean, there's multiple levels of also it. Also, not comfortable at all. There's like certain people on the top it's, of your foot. exactly. There's certain people that will like you know go all the way up and kind of like gracefully tuck it in and there's people who will like actually like do a knot behind the tongue and like pop the pop the tongue out well that's what i wanted to talk about because the lacing fuels yes the potential for tongue fucking, tongue fucking. <laughs> which to be honest i have uh i just posted an instagram of the lightning fours yeah and after people you, keep after adding you, after tongue you fuck on them after you warmed definitely the person who i shot with was like you know your laces are totally undone. And for me to answer this question, to put a pin in this question, mm. I go I go not laced very often. Really? Yes. I can't do that. I, it, it depends. Even in the airport that we were talking about where you yeah. like the fly knit isn't unlaced. Like 
but, but there's even like varying degrees to it because I feel like there was a period where like I was wearing like a lot of Air Max ones and I feel like I would lace them like, and this is probably like 2008, I would lace them two holes yeah. below the tongue and yeah. it's like that I went up just one hole behold the tongue and it's like you never go up to the top top lace <laughs> but this is a little uh this is a little tidbit of lacing that i feel like is forgotten by time this okay. is like this is like a very 2004 to maybe 2007 okay. lacing thing back when here. back when big baggy jeans were in mm -hmm. there was uh you know you'd see people that they would tie their laces around their jeans I, no. I've never seen. You've never no. seen it. This was definitely a thing. Definitely a thing. So what you would do? No, no, no. This is definitely. This is. De trust me. Trust me. Trust Joe. 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 Just Manufacturing ride me a jogger pant before they. Became <laughs> no, just just ride me on this. <laughs> okay. This is probably like wearing like Air Force Ones, maybe Black Air Force One, Black Air Force One Energy, big baggy jeans, and they pull the front of the jean out through it, and then rope the laces around like the. The front of the jean, and then I can't even picture what he's so, talking no, about. So no, so you my take head. the we have front, to ask our guest. He might know. Can we get a? We need to find. No, a you photo take of the that. front bit of the jean, pull it through, and then you kind of like tied the laces around it, so it would keep the jeans in place. Uh, we need to find a photo. Need, of no, that. we do not need to find a photo. We need Wealthy to demonstrate that yes. for yeah. us with his finest, biggest denim, and, and and take a photo of himself because I'm you have boggled my mind. Great question, though. The question deserves. Yeah. A pair of Tiffany Dunks. A pair of Tiffany Dunks. What a come up. Shouts to Alex. Shouts to the whole Norcross. Shouts to... And everywhere near Norcross. Everywhere near you know, Dave the, the greater Norcross dad. area. <laughs> well, let's get to the guest. Our guest on today's podcast is one of the industry's most notorious sneaker collectors to those in the know. Although he remains behind the scenes, he's a mainstay when it comes to the sneakerhead community, as you may have seen him in the cut at your favorite industry events. But as he tells it, he's just a shoe dad who loves sneakers. He's currently the host of a What's a Podcast podcast, and he may be our first guest where only one name is needed. Please welcome to the show our friend, Abdul. What's up, guys? What up, man? Cool. How you doing? How are man. You? What a pleasure. What an intro. I'm I'm truly honored to be here, man. Been a big fan of you guys. And I think I've listened to friend. every episode. And friend. And, yeah. I mean, I know like produced by Dave Matthews. Yes. <laughs> Associate producer. Yes. Who? Jasmine Plata. Yes. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, what is this? Is sound, okay. sound effects. I love it. Is, uh, I love it. Shiva Bayek. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Kyle okay. Garvey somewhere in yeah, there. Yeah. Something like that. Shit. Okay. <laughs> listen, okay. I listen wow, to the credits, man. Club. Love that. I'm a big we're fan. so happy and to have you. And we're fans of you. No, I'm, I appreciate it, guys. I'm truly honored. You may have seen honored. this guy being a total animal at ComplexCon. <laughs> okay, good. <That's, laughs> well, to, to that point, you said a couple weeks ago where we were talking about the DJ Clark Kent sneaker shopping in the morning of ComplexCon, mm -hmm. and... You were like, oh, Abdul was there. I was like, I don't remember him being there. He was, in fact, there. He let me know. <laughs> I was he was there. like, it was 7 o'clock. He was there. I sent so, him a picture with the timestamp yes. that said 7.03 a.m. Yes, and it's me just <laughs> and like was looking of flustered. him and Clark. That, so you came up that time, too. Man, listen, we went into full <laughs> sicko mode that weekend. I mean, I think I left with about... 65 pairs of sneakers. Wow. That was the first Clark, that was the first complex con? That was my first complex con. I think it was the second one yeah. actually, but 65? it was the year to be there. 65 or 70 pairs. Was that, so many was that left with almost 100 pairs. For the, the toe? Oh my God. Was that, that for the toe? What's that for the toe? Like you're going to wear? Personally? Oh, I, I yeah, I still have a whole bunch of I got like doubles of everything. What was the one with the what was the booth where you could like win the shoes? 
I want everything. I don't no, know but there was the about. one. There was the one. Was like every. <laughs> it was like every hour. It was, it was like. The, was it the Air Force One? It was the Air Force One. Nike booth because I didn't win next a pair year. There. Oh. Zen didn't show up till 2018. I made up on that one too. I actually won like four pairs. That's what I'm saying. You, there was the Zen booth where they're giving away all the grails. Yes. Yeah. I remember yes. walking yeah. outside of there. You were just hanging out outside because you had to like enter on an app, and there yep. was no there was no. What did you win at the Zen booth? I won a pair of V-Lone Air Force One highs. The white, sorry, the black with the white check i want a pair of atmos air force ones the old one pair wow. um, i hate this guy i want something else i want three pairs but i think what happened was nobody believed that zen was actually giving away sneakers and i was actually entering every hour and because and there the weren't that were many people good. yeah the odd my odds yeah. were the odds were all in my favor so but yeah that sneaker shopping thing man every time clark went up there and he was doing the show yep it's hey, just like Joe? you said in the intro. Abdul, people may be watching this, maybe listening to this, and they're like, so who exactly is this guy? Abdul is the guy who, in every sneaker scene, <laughs> every event, he's in the background, and he's got his pair locked down already. And I also love it, though. He's always front row complex con sneaker of the year. Pack. Yeah. I yeah. feel Number like one there's, some comfort, there's, some, there's some comfort when... You know, I'm up You're there. You're a little nervous. And I see him front row. No, man, I'm yeah. a big fan of you guys, man. I've always tried to be a part sort of it. Sort of preface it, though. How much? Because I know. So you always say you're like I don't have shit, right? Like when Not it comes, to, when a it liar. Comes to sneakers. Look, look at his Not shoes. True. Look at what he pulled Abdul, up. Just, it's raining in it's New York a rainy right now. Day. So and a lot of people sweet. don't know. Paris dunks. <laughs> it's great because we have this new sneaker cam that we're incorporating. The people yeah. ask for yeah. it. Here, here you go. So first order of business. What are we wearing this week? Part of the upcoming Malaysia doc. Yep. 2023. Uh, the good guys at Sneaker Law. Shut the Brian. A6 gel light threes. Oh yeah, you've been to Kuala Lumpur. I've I haven't. Should we'll we take go? you. Yeah, um, you can road manage us as well. I got you. There's Joe, a, are you there's down? a Stussy sure. chapter store there that sells Kuala Lumpur t-shirts. Which oh, I'm that's sure crazy. Not we got to do it. McDonald's. Yeah. Listen, I'll get you guys free stuff, man. I'm that's what I do as a road manager. <laughs> Joe's got the Giacuso joints on. Yep, Vaporfly. Fire. Got these in L.A. First, uh, I. Undiest them today. You put some miles in on them, Joe. You run into those. Not Joe yet. made them look good. Joe, I told him yeah. this in, in, in you know, to being totally genuine. He made them look better than anybody I've seen, and I've seen a lot. You're of not going to go years. running. Show off the calves a little bit. Uh, we'll see. Abdul, would you take we'll those see. on a 6 a.m. run? I did. I actually, the Vaporflies was my first running shoe. I, I started doing Abdul's that. in the miles. In yeah, there. every I morning. Advanced early riser. onto the Alpha Fly. Yeah, man. The early morning thing is the vibe. I get a Peaceful, good day's right? work out of it too. Okay. More productive. I'm doing some SNS Adidas. I actually wore these on. Full size run already. Soder mom. Soder mom. Yeah, we, we we got the story wrong on that one, and people gave us hell for it. People were mad at us. Yeah, it's actually they're they're inspired by a football club called Bronby. What did I say in Sweden? You said it's Soder mom was just like a neighborhood. Hmm. Is this not the Soder mom? They are the Soder mom, but the reason why it's green and white is it's. Uh, I definitely didn't say that. Colors? If anybody said That's it, you said it. There's no way I said it. Did I say that? I think so. Okay. Well, mm. now here we, we are setting the record that. straight. Correcting the record, yeah, for all our people in Sweden, we we apologize. And do we even have to say what Come this guy on. pulled up Look. in the rain? Paris Dunks, two thousand three. Those are real. <laughs> don't I don't believe test. they are? <laughs> <laughs> Look good. Look good. How many sneakers do you own? Just off the, like a rough estimate off the top of your head. Uh, I would say somewhere about twenty five hundred. Mm -hmm. Wow. In what, did, did you listen to the last episode of I us did. trying to cut and, things and that, down? And that's the peak of it, or oh no, I, that's today. I've I've <laughs> given away maybe thirteen hundred pairs. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 
And it started just like everyone else, Jordan wants for you. Jordan wants. And you saw it in a TV show, right? Police Academy 4. Okay, so Citizens that's, Patrol. do you remember the scene? Because <laughs> no, that's I kind of like I've a under-the-radar scene. Yeah. But um, describe that. That's so, pretty cool. So I grew up in Sierra Leone, West Africa. I was born and raised in West Africa. Um, and before I even knew who Michael Jordan was, mm -hmm. this movie called, came out called Police Academy 4. Um, and, and there was a scene in it with some kids skating to like a mall or something like that. And they all had on Jordan once. Okay. Uh, this, I think, did I say it came out in 87 or 88, right? So, mm -hmm. um, and I was just like blown away by the shoe. They had on royal blue ones, bread ones. Did you have any idea what that shoe was? I had no idea. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. I didn't even know there were Jordans. Um, and a few years later, I moved to America in 1990. And I realized that that was a, a Jordan 1. And that was the beginning of it. But and I you started had to get going a pair. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got a pair of 85s that year from JC Penny. Yeah. Wow. They and you were, were also sitting. buying stuff at those really important Baltimore retailers, right? For Charlie sure. Rudo shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk Charlie, about that. Charlie Rudo Sports was a, a retailer that was right by my house on Liberty Heights Shopping Center. This and, is in Baltimore? In Baltimore County. And uh, But yeah, I traveled all over Baltimore for sneakers, man. Charlie Rudo Sports was really big. They played a big part in the revival of the right. Air Force One. That was at the Col Color of the Month program or? right it was them along with cinderella shoes mm. and downtown locker room and yeah all those spots were were on my on my list of places to go every week i mean paul blinken who's the owner of cinderella shoes at the time was has known me since i was a kid you mm -hmm. know and uh yeah i mean baltimore is just kind of one of those cities that's just kind of underserved and just unappreciated when it comes to sneakers and things like that so um yeah, I mean, Air Force Ones, everybody gives the credit to New York. And, mm -hmm. of course, New York is the mecca of fashion and everything, and everybody looks to them for that. But the shoe, honestly, would not have been around if it wasn't for the city of Baltimore. Yeah. And, and we so. can just settle the debate right here is that Nike boots are... 100%, respectfully, Jim Jones. <laughs> I know Jim Jones said that it was a New York thing, but... But it's not. It, I mean, DC while, Wale yeah. had a song that did that, and that was already... This, before the song even came out, Nike boots were at an all-time high in Maryland as well as. So in wait, DC. he's saying Jim? No, no you're saying, saying respect, respect, no. respect to Jim Jones, yeah, but Wale. he was wrong. DMV got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I'm, you? I'm kind of disappointed. You don't say. It. I think this is one of the coolest <laughs> things about the whole DMV area is that they say the word choose. Like it's like the. <laughs> that's the, a Baltimore. Thing. That's a Baltimore thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's a Baltimore Which accent. Which is different from you the DMV. Choose <laughs> like that. It's sort of like a little. How do you know that? that? You, you, it's that one word that you really pick up on if you yeah. talk to people about sneakers from yeah. that area. It's like something like, you know, Bostonians say garage and right. cat. And right. It's so, something similar to it. Like Baltimore has their own little accent that's uh, you can pick it up anywhere you are. Yeah. So, Abdul, you're, you're kind of unique among our guests because a lot of people we have on this show are people who really work in the industry. Yeah. You don't necessarily work in the industry, but you're friends with everybody in the industry and you know everybody mm -hmm. in the industry. Um, but you, you did work at a shoe store growing up at one point, oh, yeah, is that yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about that. I worked at uh, Champ Sports mm -hmm. when I was a kid. One uh, question. Yeah. Did they bar lace the shoes on the wall or <laughs> it was regular? It, it was regular lace. Oh, this was also in the mid-90s. Yeah. So I was Got a kid it. at the time. Uh, and actually at the time, Champs was owned by Kinney Shoes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. This and is when they bought Foot Locker. Well, yeah. Foot Locker was already part of that family. Yeah, yeah. So I would actually work at... Um, 
Champ Sports in Owings Mills Mall mm-hmm. in Baltimore County. And I also worked at the Foot Locker Security yep. Mall. Like, if somebody was didn't show up and they were short on people, like, they could I bounce you back and forth. Yeah. And, and that's actually how I started traveling for sneakers because at one time, um, I was sent to set up a shop in Christiana Mall in Delaware. Okay. And I got there, and that's when I kind of found out from other people working there about like sneaker stores in mm. Delaware. And then I, I discovered Joseph's and City Blue in Philly. Oh, just because Joseph's is like the legendary spot. Jo- legendary, legendary spot, man. Shout out to the the lady who owns it. Yeah, um, it's now closed. I think. I think. Yeah, they got hit hard during during all the, the riots. All this, but yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they they had a lot of shit, man. And, and City Blue, of course, but. Delaware, I think, was one of the most slept-on cities when it came to sneakers, man. Interesting. That's what, had, I, that's what I heard. There's all these like mom and pops yeah, like stores. And actually, it was my spot to go to when I was camping out for like SBs and stuff. There was a skate shop. Delaware had the heat. No, kinetic? they didn't. Ha- they always kinetic? they had the heat like everybody else, but nobody was going. Okay. So I would come out of a club called Dream at like three o'clock in the Yo, morning. Dream, yeah. And shoot straight up. And then go to the camp out. And go to Kinetic Skate Shop. Yeah. Get there by like five. I did that for the MF Dooms. I did that for all kinds of sneakers, man. What about for the Paris Dunks? No, nah, the Paris Dunks came from Paris. You went to Paris? They came from Paris. So it's been like, <laughs> but Abdul, like 31 years of collecting, yeah. essentially, right? Yeah. And like 31 years of real collecting. Take us through kind of like what it looked back then. Yeah. You said these came from Paris and what it looks like in 2021 for these like new hyped releases for you. Well, well, I, I don't know if I necessarily even like to call what i like buying sneakers as collecting because okay. this um, is the guy with 2500 pairs of shoes he's always like i don't have a lot of shoes i'm not a collector <laughs> well, i'm not i'm, I'm not I, I have I'm everything i have is in my size mm. okay um, and, and respect and i have the intention of honestly wearing everything yeah. okay before i pass away god forbid okay. you know so um you know I, I never bought anything just to say yo i have this pair and i'm just gonna keep it on ice mm-hmm. it, it was never that intention it was it was always like yo you have these in my size all right i'll take four pairs if you have yeah. all nines or eight and a halfs which i was wearing back in those days so what has changed has is really that you can now literally back then walk in anywhere yes and and, and find pairs on the wall and and that's just not it's different now man it's but, it's i find that now like I do that if I go to like consignment shops or the buy, sell, and trade shops. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I get that's almost Finding the same special. sort of feeling. Like, yeah. if I walk into like a round two or like a soul priorities mm-hmm. or places like that, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm still able to see like something I missed out on or something that I just want another pair of. Yeah. You know, and some of the prices are not really that crazy. Do you buy on consignment if you're looking for a pair that's escaped you? For sure. Okay. I still do that. I just, I just did a trade. Um, actually, with a guy that I was on Complex Wars with. Sam? Sam. Yeah, mm-hmm. shout out to Sam. From Soul, Soul, Stage. Soul Stage. Yeah, so I, I did a trade with him, um, and, and I did another trade for the Travis Lowe's with these guys out of Charlotte okay. from called Soul Priorities. Okay. Um, and, and yeah, man, it worked out. Is this out. part of the trade that you're mentioning um, no, on our podcast? No, not at all. Like... It is part of the trade. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Bringing the community together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I get that, I get that feeling of like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like community and, and, and being able to talk to these dudes about sneakers. Yeah. I think that's what's maybe a little bit missing. Like if you walk into like a, a, a big retailer today, you know, you don't have these sort of conversations with, with mm-hmm. the people working there. And, and that's honestly, you would talk about relationships and friendships. Yeah. I built that over the last 15, 20 years because of things like that. I'd walk in and everybody would want to talk shop and talk yeah. sneakers. Yeah. And you eventually become like, become like really good friends with these people. And 
So that that's how it happened. And don't you have like, is it like friends and family like Futura Dunks that like released at like his birthday party? Yeah, you like flew out to Hawaii or something to like hang I, out with Futura <laughs> just to get the shoes at his I, birthday I party. I did not. I did not fly out to Hawaii. <laughs> uh, I actually got those from a guy. I think he's in the Netherlands or in Ireland or something like that. But he he's apparently one of the biggest Futura collectors in the world. Oh, wow. But you were uh, at the birthday party, weren't you? I was not at the birthday oh, party. I, I did not even know Lenny in person at the time. Okay. okay. First name yeah. basis. You that, like was, that? that was like that? 2005 or something. Yeah. I did get the dunks, um, and I do wear them very often. But What about the Wu-Tang dunks? I, I don't have those. You don't? You no. did at one point. No. The pair that I saw, and I actually posted. Oh, they're custom. What happened they were, here? They were lasered with the Wu-Tang symbol oh. on the side. So Capri. I actually said they were the Capadonna. new retro. There's so many shoes he has. There's so many shoes you have that I'm just like, how? Okay, how about this? Supreme dunks with the Air Force One bottom. Yeah. Who is that, Mayor or Clark Kent? Or you? Neither. You you were in the kitchen? Yeah. No, I wasn't in the kitchen. How do you have them? Um it's apparently uh a pair that belonged to one of the skaters who was a size nine. Okay. I'll leave it at that. And they came That was maybe a guest on this show? Stevie uh no. P-Rod? No. Okay. I don't think he's been on the show. Okay. I would not have seen every episode. He's not, he's he's not been on the show. He's a super fan. He would know. Yeah, he would know. Yeah. But they came, they came from uh, his camp. Yeah. And it's funny because you say you're not a collector, but I think the true sign that you are a collector is that your two daughters have like a better sneaker collection than like anyone else on the internet. And they're like wearing vapes from like 2004 that are dead stock that you're just like getting and you're like, no, I That's don't collect fact. shoes. And I'm like, Come on, well, I, well, I got it for them. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've, I've. Once I found out my wife was pregnant mm-hmm. uh, with my eldest, I started kind of going ape shit with finding Bape stuff. Shit. Bape, yeah, bape, yep. I was kinda he, going, he doesn't miss. You guys are fast, man. He, he's he Brendan miss. Dunn. Listen, yep, you all your shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I started kind of scouring the the world and trying to find like stuff that for in kid sizes that I'd never actually seen before or. Or you know, just something that's very, very rare. So, and you see them just tearing it up at the skate park. Yeah, they like go crazy. These, with yeah. it. they have no respect for like sneakers. <laughs> to that point, to, to, to that point, what is the shoe that you had your biggest hunt for? That you went, you jumped through a ton of hoops for. Mm, that's a good question. Probably these. And how? Explain how you got those. <laughs> so I they actually, came from Paris. I actually got these from a kid who had just bought them from the spot they released at. Okay. Um, I think it was Opium mm-hmm. in, in Paris. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he had just bought them. And I happened to be in Paris at the time. And, and I just fast-talked them. I'll be honest, man. Okay. It was just one of those <laughs> transactions. Like, something got lost in tran- in, in translation. Okay. And I ended up, like, you got a walking good deal. away. I walked, like, I might have lied about the, the currency conversion rate or something like that. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, I just got him a little bit. And by the time he figured it out, I was gone. Yeah, you were in back, the States. back on a flight back to Baltimore. Well, I was back in the streets of Paris. Okay. <laughs> but with the sneakers. Abdul, the other thing, too, is you're a guy who likes to hunt for sneakers. And I feel yeah. like you have been on so many of those expeditions that people dream about and people see about on the Internet where – you will go to a store somewhere that you will never disclose the location of with a bunch of dead stock pairs from 20 years ago in the basement yeah. and try and get whatever you can. Talk about that. And is, is that still alive? Are there still places like that? It is still alive. There's still places with dead stock Nike gems from decades ago that you can clear 
some of them are not wearable, but yeah. yeah. I think like, you know, like how they talk about like the elements of hip hop, like yeah. DJing and, and mm -hmm. you know, emceeing right. and graffiti or breakdancing or whatever. Like, I feel like if you were to come up with some elements of like, the sneaker, sneaker stuff. collecting, yeah. Like I, I think I might have like hit every one of them. Yeah. Like you know, what I'm saying everything from being young and loving sneakers to going out and buying sneakers in bulk, and you know, what I mean, like 10, 12 pairs at a time, and like owning like multiple pairs of stuff to camping out to working at a sneaker store to all of these things and going digging for sneakers and finding old. How do you shops. find those places? Are you just looking up in the phone book? I mean, we don't want to give away too many of the secrets. Listen, yeah, right. listen it, there, there's ways that I have a guy. Okay. Who, he's on his full investigation really? shit. Yeah. DJ Clark Kent? Not Clark. But do Clark, we know him? Clark, you guys do not know him. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's super a on the low. Can you give us a glimpse into the process yeah. at least? Like, you have a guy who what? Researches cities? Research, like, or he does everything. He calls, like, places in Minneapolis. Like, and you'll drive to Minneapolis? You'll fly to Minneapolis? If it comes to it, I'll go. I'll go. And what's the, yeah. what's the best oh, hit man. you've ever... And you don't have to say the name of the store, because, again, we don't want to give away too many well, secrets. Well, the, store, the stores are closed. Right. Yeah, the stores were closed, but it, it was owned by uh, uh, by a family that owned like five or six stores. Got it. Mm -hmm. in, in like it was about four hours away from DC, so it was it was a, a nice little road trip. But they had about twenty thousand pairs of stuff. And what'd you pull out of there? I mean, I got a lot of kids' stuff. I got uh, nothing that I could wear, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and this was actually stuff that had already been run through. But okay, you you, you could you, tell somebody had been there picking for sure, this stuff for before. sure. Um, but their Reebok selection was insane i mean you would have gone crazy mm -hmm. Bach boys mm -hmm. yeah it was absolutely insane but i got a lot of like a lot of my kids stuff that i found was from there like mm -hmm. awesome you know like air wind trolley is from 98 like all these obscure sneakers yeah. that you might have forgotten about how many know? pairs of scars air force ones so let's see how, it goes how many right? pairs i yeah. only have one pair i mean i know you're like the number one's like <laughs> Scars pizza. These eater. guys went again. I didn't get invited to another outing. We're gonna go. We'll go after the show. These Don't guys, worry about it. We'll these make guys the call went, and have they, a they, pie they, sent over. Sometimes here. they hit it on Saturday. Saturday during the day, they go to Scars together. Yeah. Shout out to <laughs> Scars, and um, of course, shout out to Audis. Shout out to Clark. And you Kent. and you were on the list at Scars. I I I was lucky enough and fortunate enough to uh, get a pair of those. And you're the originator of the list. What is the list? Talk about the so, list. So the list actually kind of started out at, and it still is really a big joke. You know, it, it started out as uh, you know, kind of being on the list for anything, right? Like yeah. getting free sneakers or getting seated and mm. it was never happening to to like me, like most of the time. Right? So it started Back out in the as day that, it wasn't happening. Actually, it was happening more back in the day than it really? is today. You get yeah. a lot of free sneakers. No. Sorry, let all. me not derail Those days kind of over. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, during during the heyday of, of, you know, the campus stuff, you know, mm. I was getting some stuff from there. But, um, you know, people moved on. Like, a lot of friends get moved into yeah. new roles mm -hmm. and, and moved to other companies and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So, um, but yeah, that's how the list started. It was It was sort of just being able to have access to stuff yeah um and it still is a big joke with with clark kent <laughs> right. myself and couple every, every post for the people that haven't seen it <laughs> yeah. abdul will post some rare impossible to find shoe on his instagram yeah and always attribute it to the list yeah yes. and, and you know honestly most of those are all coming from my big brother clark kent happy, happy birthday, birthday clark happy birthday happy birthday, birthday clark, clark. Wow. Kent. what and, a special day should we see if he'll pick up let's see if he picks up okay you should FaceTime him first and see if he picks up. And then if he doesn't, then Abdul should okay, pick yes, up. Okay, yes, yes. Then yes. Abdul should FaceTime him. He's going to pick up. I don't think I've ever FaceTimed with him. 
This is going to be very I don't think telling. I have actually either, but my, my daughter's FaceTime with him more than I have. All right, you try. You try. You try. He's going to, yeah. He's going to pick up for, for, him, sure. for him. He If he doesn't pick up for you, he's probably not no, going to pick up. That gonna, means he, he's in the I, middle of something. Tell him it's list concerning. It's, you know, it has to do with the Take list. Take him off the list. <laughs> he's going to pick up for him. Where are we? FaceTime. Imagine one. Is it connecting? No. Still ringing. Still ringing. All right, we tried, but, <laughs> but <laughs> let's see if he calls back. But I don't think I've ever FaceTime with Clark. Yeah. And I mean, the connection okay. that you guys have is that you're his fake ass road manager. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I am, you're from uh, so, Complex Con. And you know what? That's kind of where it started. Was at Complex Con. Okay, let's hear about. Wait, it. what's here? What's well, start? Actually, the list? actually, where are we no. Now? Fake ass road manager. Well, okay. no, the the road manager thing actually. I can't say what <laughs> brand it was, but Clark was flying out for to do a party somewhere for a sneaker brand, and mm -hmm. and uh, he has on his rider a clause to activate a ticket for his manager or <laughs> that's something like that. That's he does. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I mean, you know, Clark Kent, man. Listen, so he was just like, "Yo, you want to go?" And I was like, "Hell yeah." And that's how it kind of happened. I got flown out. Like I had like car service pick me up at my house, and I've never had you know that. a guy with a, with my name on it when he I landed. He spelled your name right. He spelled my name right. He's uh, the only guy in the world who knows Abdul's last name. And and uh, yeah, so that's how it kind of started. That whole weekend, I was just like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm his world manager. Yeah. Like you know, like management team, like just coming up with bullshit, yeah. right? But but how do you actually know Clark? How did you guys meet? We met honestly through sneakers, yeah. maybe yeah. about 12, 13 years ago. Uh, the shoe game dot com. Shout, Shout out, out to G Rock. Shout out to G Rock. Shout out to G Rock and, and Switzerland's finest. Used to have a a, a forum on his site. Mm -hmm. People would show some sneakers here and there, and and uh, you know I sent in a video, and you know I never showed my face in it, and I think Clark commented he was like, "Damn, you got some shit, something like that." And I messaged him. I was like, "Yo, you anytime you're in DC, yeah. please hit me up." Yeah. And he did. He was like, "Yo, I'm coming in actually next week." And so we met up at a, at a friend of ours, that friend that we have in common, uh, Ducky, who owns the the yeah. Yeah. major. Yeah. Yep. We we met up at his shop, and and you know Clark and Ducky go back almost thirty years, and Ducky and I go back about twenty five years. So mm -hmm. it was it was, you know, it's it's. You took him we, to Yums. I he refuses to go to Yums, <laughs> which is a. a, a a DC classic and a staple for carry out. Speaking of Clark Kent, I think this is a good transition to talk about something that we need to talk about. So Clark, originator of many things. Yes. He originated the whole trend of wearing white on white Air Force Ones one time and then ditching them. Obviously gets passed on to yeah. Jay-Z, becomes a cultural phenomenon. The whole world kind of I don't. I wouldn't say does it, but it's kind of like the idea that you don't wear Air Force Ones a lot. You know, it's like you keep them crisp and well, white on white specific. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean, crisp and you know, fresh. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's been a lot of contention a, a lot lately with like how fresh does that mean? You know, there's like the whole trend of like cooked Air Force Ones. Yeah. Nowadays, and there was like a post that Complex had actually done over the it weekend. It was part of a feature. It was yeah. part of a feature that ran, I think, a couple months ago. I think mm -hmm. Nick Grant actually did it. Mm -hmm. And how to wear Air Force Ones? Yeah, I think. and I think we t there, there was an asset that said, uh, "What, what is it? Dirty Air Force Ones aren't cute." Yeah. yeah, 
and it got a lot of feedback. And then the next slide was basically, I think, Jay-Z for like context showing yeah. Jay-Z in a crisp pair of Air Force Ones. But that post got a lot of feedback. And even on the side, we were talking about some like conversations. Well, Nick Diamond had left a comment on it yeah. saying he you always used to wear his Air Force Ones crisp, but he yeah. doesn't mind wearing them a little dirty. And then even Virgil... Uh, oh, yeah. So Virg we're battling against purists yeah, out he, here wearing his our His friend our Arthur Carr had like... Yeah. Air Force Ones that weren't pristine, and, and coincidentally, it was a yep. day after the complex. Uh, maybe post. not coincidentally. Maybe not, but but yeah, you are a big Air Force One guy, yes. and you were around Clark Kent yes. and Mayor. Where do you stand on like the? And have you seen the trend in DC yeah, as yeah, well? Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where do you like stand? I mean, on I it? see it within my nieces and nephews. Like yeah. you know, they don't mind wearing beat up Air Forces. Mm -hmm. uh, even my daughters actually, same thing. But. Um, I'm kind of like in the middle, man. I'm mm -hmm. not, I'm not, have you guys ever been to Clark's house, seen his snow? So he has, honestly, I'm not exaggerating, maybe about 300 pairs of white on white. So yeah. brand just new. brand new. So, just to have it is like Yeah, a, so if, if somebody can afford to wear once and then give them away, it would be that guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm kind of in the middle. I don't wear them after they get dirty, but I can probably get Only like, white on whites we're talking. Yeah, this is only okay. white on whites. I can, I can afford to go maybe nine ten wears depending on what i'm doing that's yeah. what i think that's where i think uh you know a lot of people maybe exaggerated a little bit where it's yeah like everyone one wants pair, to, everyone one, wants one to claim they only wear it once but it's like no there's it, only a handful of no, guys no. i think that will do just one like, time realistically you'll get a pair of air force ones and yeah. maybe you'll wear them you know a few times throughout a summer and like that's your yeah. pair and you don't get them cooked but i feel like there's a huge separation between not getting your air force ones cooked and then the kind of current trend of like choked out like yeah. air force ones that have been worn for six months straight like you know there's a total gray area in between that you but know literally I mean? the shoes are gray yeah. yeah i mean the only people i know that do that is clark and all day like yeah. you know they wear they them can, once and get wear them once yeah. and 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 mayor of course probably yeah. i think he's given away a lot of sneakers or, or sold them but I think his white on white stack is still. But, but you shouldn't deep. hate on someone because they wore a pair of white on white Air Force no. Ones five to ten times. Are you offended though by the cooked Air Force Ones that we're seeing by people wearing <laughs> dirty Air Force Ones too much? I'm not offended. Because like anything. Joe said, when we posted that asset, there was a lot of mm -hmm. feedback, positive and negative. Yeah. yeah. You know, some people felt it was a classist idea to say that. Right. You you shouldn't wear these shoes a bunch of times. And wear part of them it is as just many like, times as you want. Okay, that's that's yeah. your official stance? Yeah, that's my official stance. Uh, wear them as many times as you want. I mean, my daughter's outside playing in them. They go skateboarding in mm. Air Force once, and they, they're they ripped, and, you know, well, at some point, I'm going to buy them another pair. Whoever got that 40% discount is swoosh, holler at me. <laughs> and I feel like the Air Force One at this point, too, has just become, like, I mean, it kind of always has been, but it's such a ubiquitous shoe that, like, not everybody who wears that sneaker is, like, into the whole sneaker culture or whatever yeah, you want to call it. Of course. So there's people who are just like, oh, those are cool shoes, and they don't know. My they... dad wears Air Force Ones. Exactly. Yeah. Black on black, right? Black with a white swoosh. Okay. okay. <laughs> Close. No, I, I think this is a good point, too, because I had posted on my Twitter that screenshot from Virgil's IG story saying, yeah. we don't mind wearing busted Air Force Ones. We're out here battling the purists. And somebody responded to me saying, it's almost like there's two different shoes at this point. And like Welty said, this doesn't just belong to sneaker people anymore. There's the version of it that yeah. needs to be pristine, maybe for people like us or for people who we know who are into this idea of only wearing them a few times and keeping them as clean as possible. And then there's this other version where those people aren't in that same mindset as us. So we don't, we're not, I get it. we don't need them to be yeah. thinking about also, shoes in the same way. And uh, I know that this is like 
goes without saying. The fact that they're white on white is the biggest thing because right, black cement threes. I will beat. I rather a beat pair over yeah. a pristine pair. But I think the white on white. It's like meant to be yeah, yeah. pristine like yeah. that. But it was funny because you saw a bunch of feedback in the comments of that asset. But I also saw people basically reposting it like and agreeing with it. So it was like totally split. And also, I think there's also some sort of like the Jay-Z era and the Dame yeah. Dash era, which yeah. is like, it's like, oh, we only wear white tees once, which everyone, you know, likes to have a fresh white tee, but Love wearing it. once is like- It's tough, because- we'll, It's like for show a little bit. I actually prefer it after they're washed a right, little bit. Sometimes right, right, the right. collar gets a little bit tighter, <laughs> like, you know, like You're things- like having the bacon neck, the Michael Yeah, Jordan. I mean, things yeah. change. So actually, like, a crisp pair uh, uh, white tees, yeah. honestly, not always my go-to. Like, really? I'd rather wear a shirt that's- been washed once but that's like, like that. what you're saying i think there's like a difference between like you know if you see like a teenager who has a pair of white and white air force ones that he's yeah. you know he's been wearing this summer they're not like cooked or anything but you're like okay cool but then if i think on the internet if you saw a picture of like if jeezy had on a pair of like cooked air force ones people would like kind of like poke fun and laugh at it you know i what think I, mean? I think everybody should just wear what they want man yep. i mean and i don't i don't believe in clowning people for what they have on I don't believe in calling people out if they got on fakes. Really? I just, yeah. I what if it was a friend of yours? What if you saw me wearing fakes? I would, would talk you? to you about it. I would be like, Hold me aside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, w I don't do the blow up thing or even on the internet or things like that. Fair. I, I think that's corny. So it's you, not you don't keep any gates? No. No gates. No gates kept. This guy. Yeah, no gates. This guy, the gate sometimes. <laughs> oh, no, I know. I know. <laughs> and, and listen, and I respect him being a gatekeeper of what he loves and wants to keep it pure and, and, and you know, authentic. <laughs> But yeah, for me, I, I just wear what you want and, and I'm not judging anybody for anything. How important is it to wear this stuff? Have you had stuff fall apart on you? Yes. Um, actually, most recently, uh, I found a pair of Carmine Sixes, an original pair from mm. my, in my mom's house. And, uh, OG, 1991. OG, 1991. And you wore them? I wore them. I went no. on a bike ride. What? So on your Instagram, sometimes you comment, someone will be like, are they wearable? And you go, they're a little cloudy, but they're still wearable. Oh, yeah. Nice. And, and for you, a bunch of shoes, right? I can, I'm pretty good at like judging. And I don't know why the sole looked intact. They weren't like super soft. They looked like I could pull it off. Yeah. And I was just like, oh man, I'm going to go on a bike ride. And as I was riding my bike, I just felt like some... My feet would get a little bit cold, and I look back, and it was just a trail of crumbs like leading up to, to it. So I still have them because the top is still crispy. Yeah. I'm going to get a try to do a sole swap or something yeah. like that. And that's become like a big thing now because like I have a shitload of babes, especially like roadsters from back, mm. like all the Pharrell oh, roadsters no, yeah. and it's stuff. Cloudy, yeah. Man, I wore those things like three times, and the sole like disintegrated on me. Um, so I did a sole swap with like an all-white Air Force One bottom on it. Mm. And so I found some guy in California uh, who's really good, and he was he able to do it. I actually you. wore the Complex Con last year. Okay. The, the red Pharrell Roadsters with a white Air Force One bottom. Pure custom. Yeah, they're pretty sick. Just because the top of the shoe just looks so good to so just throw good. away, man. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do that. I want to talk more about Air Force Ones, too. Next year is a big anniversary it's year big for the year. sneaker. yeah. Was it forty years we're coming up? Forty on? years. Do you, you know what's going? Gonna, on? What, you what's guys happened? Going like a little, uh, a little. Were uh, you on that trip? You and P, you, you and PG. Uh, and the NDA Inc. Oh still, still. Uh, <laughs> the NDA still is uh, is standing. Okay, but yeah. Do you have any guesses, or has anybody told you what's happening next? That year was not the... a Nike trip. Okay, way, so yeah. What is this? Uh, Abdul went to Portland with a bunch of Air Force One collectors. 
We don't know what it's about. He's not going to tell us anything fair. I wish but I could. I, we wish you could too. And maybe maybe we'll ask you when the cameras are off. But that aside, <laughs> do you have any guesses or has anybody told you anything about what's happening for the Air Force no. One next year for the 40th anniversary? I know nothing. I'm just hoping it's a lot of heat. You know what I Any, don't want happening? Mushroom Air Force Ones? I'm I'm not I was just about to say I'm not okay with like retroing old colors. Okay. okay. Like now we're I, keeping gates. Talk to me. <laughs> well, I, I just feel like I feel like that time is kind of pe- come and gone. Like, let it be sacred. Let well, it be sacred wait, so or like, so like when Ronnie redid the linen ones, were I you got, like a, I got those. A okay, so you were excited to see that though? I was. But you said and, and you didn't want to see the old colors get retro. I was. I was. I take it back. It's like on a per case basis. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. Like, for example, the Hong Kongs came back. And, and that shoe got slept on so hard. That was crazy. There you go. That's what I'm saying. That's just kinda an example. It, of, a little bit, right? it kind of ruined Taiwans? it for. Were you well, I feel for that? like. Which ones? Taiwan's? Of course. Every one of them I've gotten. But I just feel like for the, 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 the kids today, it just does not spark that sort of thing for them as mm-hmm. it did for people like me. But you what know? about when you see something like, you know, a handful of years ago, it's like they brought the jewels back. Mm-hmm. Were you excited to see that? No. Why not? I never liked the jewels. <laughs> okay, well, he didn't like her from the start. Yeah, I never liked Jewel those mids, from... these ones right now, the I gray ones, PG's going crazy for that? No mids. No mids. Ever? Ever. What if, what if you sat down? I do down... own a couple of pairs of mids. What if you sat down with me? the people at Nike and they said, Abdul, <laughs> we are so... Honored. Appreciated, yeah. You know, of, of your your contributions to this culture, we're, yeah. we're honored yep. by everything you've done for our footwear, and we want to mid. work with you, yeah, on an official Nike Air it's Force One collaboration, mid. yeah, on the mid. I do a mid without straps. Okay, so you, he would do it, of course. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Don't you think it's weird though? How like, and we've had this conversation. How like the mid is like a generate. There's like I feel like there's a generational thing between it because there was like a period, you know, like maybe like. Early, like 2000s, later 2000s, where like Nike wasn't making a lot of mm-hmm. high top Air Force ones. So if you went to yeah. Foot Locker, they only had lows or mids. And yes. everyone kind of, and like I'd say. Thought it was a drought? No, but it was probably like a generation younger than me, who was probably like 14 at the time, was like, oh, those are Air Force One highs. And they didn't even know yeah. it was a mid. So they just wore it without yeah. caring. Really? So that, yeah. So that as they grew up, older now it's like they don't have an issue with the mid but maybe it's like you know you guys and clark you know where they're always like you hate the mid you know and it's yeah i've never been a fan of the mids but that what you're just saying is also applicable to the jordan one mid and the highs because early in the early 2000s there were no jordan one highs if you wanted a jordan one you had to get a mid the dmp jordan one pack with the The, the, celtics and the uh, black toe was they were uh yeah those were mids they're mids or the old love, new yeah, love. Yeah. They were mids. all mids. Even the patent leathers, Chicago ones were mids. The the black and gold pair that came out that was patent leather, those were mids. You know, like if you wanted Jordan ones, like, you know, it's just today now everybody's like, yo, fuck mids. Like, How do you feel about that? I'm okay with mids. Okay. But Jordan, one, Jordan mids. 1 mids. Air Force 1 mids. <laughs> no. no. Let me, no let me guess, though. The one, the one Air Force 1 mid that you have is the recon ones, right? I do not have those, no. Okay. The one Air Force 1 mid I have was gifted to me and it was uh uh it was like a brazil air force one and i think it had a lunar soul on it mm-hmm. from maybe 10 years oh, ago or something like that the digi camo one it's, it was kind of like digi camo yeah i know the one you're it's like uh, a pixelated type upper yes. there's a 97 in that pack as well i think so oh yeah i know what you're talking it about. was yeah. that also had the ricardo tishi mids which were sort of like a high yeah it doesn't count as a mid yeah. because the, the height was a little bit significantly different than it was the size of a high because the highs were like come up to your knees you which, didn't do those 
I did not. I passed. Wear those in the wear those with some shorts. Joe Lapuma got those. You say well, the, not the high ones. The, ca- oh, okay. the calves. No. I don't think they fit in. <laughs> yeah. the, Didn't go through the calves. <laughs> Function, functionally wise, I don't. Oh man. <laughs> what was what was the last sneaker release or sneaker that really got you excited? Uh, a weird one, actually. The denim tears Converse. I went and camped out. Yeah, for those. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the, you the, saying you were in the Pan African flag. Okay, um, I I really liked those, and it, it was a black designer mm-hmm. and what he did with it, and and you know, having that flag on it. it so I went to a, a spot in D.C. called Somewhere, um, which is actually also black owned. Mm-hmm. Um, the and, Joe and, Fresh and Goods release there. Joe yep. Fresh Goods had his thing over there. Um, yeah, though I think those, and they came out in the middle of the pandemic. So yes, remember you and I. We saw in Tremaine, right, with with Kirby? Yes. Outside of Scars yes, that day. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. I guess that was right before the shoes release? I think it was after. Okay, and you told him? Yeah, because, yeah, I met up with friend uh, Bar Brown afterwards. Oh, shout out Bar. Bar. He yeah. actually had him on later on. Go. He came and met up with us at Scars after we were go. gone. Speaking of other black-owned sneaker stores that you have close connection to, T-shirt you're wearing. Yes. Yeah. You He's are, you, you are definitely on the list. I am on the Potter list. I okay. You have the you have the Air Max ones already, right? I do have the Air Max ones. Shout out how, to my how brother are they in Edson. person? Good man. Listen, they sneaker of the year contender. Ooh. I'm gonna say that right now. I'm gonna say that right now. Totally unbiased. Totally unbiased. They didn't pay you to say this. Edson didn't. They did a pay me. No, I'm joking. <laughs> they didn't pay me at all. No, it's a beautiful, beautiful shoe, um, and, and it actually comes with a, a a bracelet in it, which is based on a chain that is very known in in suriname mm, yeah. um, and it, if, if you're from the third world you know the chain it's actually like very cheaply made but it's it's if you're from i had the same chain when i was in growing Sierra up, Leon, in like growing up yeah. and and i think it's just one of those things that everybody in the third world will recognize and instead of a chain they made it into a bracelet with a nike cool. locket on it as well as yeah. the suriname flag and pada on it so it's it's beautiful the shoe's great man i can't even front it's dope How'd I thought about wearing it with the Pada guys. How'd you first meet them? Um, actually, Clark and, and my brother Magdi. Shout um, out to Magdi. Oh, shout, yeah. shout out, shout Magdi. out. Listen, you, you guys, you guys should have Magdi on. Yeah, the show. for sure. Like, for, if like, we can get him to the U.S. Oh, we need okay. him in person. Yeah, if you guys are not doing the remote thing, then yeah, he, yeah. he's gonna have to come out here. But, yeah. but um, Magdi introduced me to Edson, and uh, we became like really good friends after that. And you know. I went to Amsterdam a few years ago and and went to the shop out there and yeah, you have every single pot of Air Max one. Um, no, I don't have uh, the Burgundy pair. The the best one. The best. The pot of power one. I know. Mm. Oh my god. Yeah, actually, I had a Which, chance. Let's stop. Sorry to interrupt, but the the one that I had a conversation with Clark about that was the one where I told it on this I told the story on this podcast where he posted yes. a, a handful yeah. of pairs and yes. <laughs> went back and yeah. forth on IG I actually speaking of Clark uh, a few years ago he had a sneaker expo show in Long Island mm-hmm. and I went up there for that actually Joe LaPuma you were there, there. you were yep. VIP yep. Joe, Joe LaPuma was in there um, yes I went I went and, to, and there I went. was a pair that was being sold for like 500 bucks and I was just of like the the, the burgundy pair. This was a bunch of years size? ago. Oh. In my size. And you passed up on I it? I passed up on it. I'm not I'm not like rich and you know, it's just I didn't You're not rich? I don't I don't I don't always like to spend a lot of money on sneakers. Especially he said he's since not rich. I'm not today gonna, I'm not I have, gonna I have go there. kids and you know, five twenty nine plans and <laughs> what you know did you like five twenty nine plans? Yeah. What is that? It's like a college savings plan. Oh. Yeah. Got it. I don't know anything about that. Listen, step your game up. <laughs> have a kid. Have a kid. <laughs> I'm, work, I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, that that I had a chance to get them, and I just 
I passed. It was a big regret of my life. How much does your wife give you hell for having all the sneakers, or is it like no. you need to you need to stop? I mean, my wife when when I first met her, I lived in a house by myself, and there was sneakers. It was a three level house, and the basement, the first floor, the living room, the kitchen. Wow. Guest bedrooms, guest bathrooms, everything had sneakers in it. She just at some point realized it was accepted it. Yeah, yeah. She was just and, and you know she she actually. Uh, um, she worked at Sports Zone, which was a sneaker store as well. As okay. she as a kid, okay. she so gets it. She she kind of she doesn't get it. Let's no. not go that far. <laughs> okay. okay, but um, do you remember the first pair of sneakers you bought for her? That's a special feeling. Right? Yeah, I actually, the, I proposed to her in a pair of sneakers. Which Tell us ones, about that. This is actually a little bit embarrassing. Did you? Did you? The take, story didn't did age that well. <laughs> Wait, did you take the one shoe off? Yeah, the story did not age that well. It's my first time actually ta- telling people okay. this. Um, but I got her the Serena Williams. Uh, collection Royale, mm-hmm. the dunks, dunks. Yeah, the dunks. yellowish ones, and and I, I tied the 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 ring on the laces, okay, and and just had them in a box, and I was just like, yo, it was normal for me to buy her some sneakers, mm-hmm. and I was like, yo, Gotta I got you some sneakers, and uh, she opened it up and actually didn't even look at it. She's like, oh, all right, these are cool. <laughs> what, she picked up lock? like. And, and, oh, she and, thought it was a lace brand, And I yeah. was like, yo, nah, you got to open it up. Like, my plan just was not going according to plan, oh, right? Oh, man. So she opened it up, and she saw she saw the ring. It was like this, and I just got on my knee and proposed to her at that time. Wow. But again, we have to ask, when you got on one knee, yeah. did you take off your shoes so it's to no, not No, it was at my house. Box. I actually had on, like, slides or something. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if at some point you were thinking that you were almost, like, had to abort mission and then like like rework it and have to like find the sneakers and take the ring out and nah, figure out a way to... I just kept all guiding her. I was like, nah, open it up. Look at the shoe. Let me know what you think. And, you know, she opened it up and, and took the shoe out and held it and then she saw the ring. And, and does she still have the shoes? She does. She still has them. She, she wears them fairly often. This is how you know that sneakers are Abdul's life. To they a are my extent. life. There's at all some these point. moments throughout yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where that's the connection. Yeah. Even, I want to know about the time you were at the mosque and you saw somebody wearing sneakers and that kind of helped you early on. Where Yeah, actually, it's funny you bring that up. But uh, that's how I discovered Cinderella shoes. Yeah. My mosque was around the corner from mm. it in Park Heights in, in Baltimore City. And uh, I, I went to the mosque on a Sunday and uh, a kid in there had on a pair of Air Force Ones in a colorway I'd never seen before. Yeah. And I was like, Hold Yo. on, he didn't have the shoes on in the mosque. No, no, I mean, they were on the, yeah. I knew they were his. It wasn't yeah. that many kids in there because it was like a, a youth program, right? Um, Sunday school kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yo, where'd you get those? And he told me it's a spot around the corner. And that was mm. my first time going to Cinderella shoes because we, we ditched the mosque immediately <laughs> and, and went to, and, and I went buy? there for the first time. Yeah. What would you, you, you buy at the I didn't buy anything at that day, but it was I came, when you discovered I came, I Cinderella discovered, shoes. I discovered Cinderella shoes. Historically on that important sneakers. And then store. came back, yeah. 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 A lot of history. I I listen, sneakers have been a big part of my life and um they oh. still continue to be. Yeah. Speaking of uh, another friend of the program, you said you have a sauce? Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I uh I have a new business venture with two of my really good friends um called Two Island Boys. Um Two How am of my I just re- figuring out about this? Two of my really good friends, one's from Jamaica, one's from uh, Trinidad. Shout out to Mario and Isham. Um, they, uh, they, they have a catering business in D.C. and in Trinidad. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they used to be this sauce that had a barbecue sauce and a, and a hot sauce that they would give out to their customers just for free. And it's 
delicious. Yeah. I've been begging them to, to bottle it for years and years and years. And finally, uh, over the pandemic, we decided to just nice. partner up, bottle it up, and, and start selling it. And it's doing really good. So. And does Premium Pete know about this? Yeah, yeah. Yo, Premium Pete, actually, shout he out to Premium you. Pete has been instrumental in that was a friend of the program wealthy sauce connoisseur did he tell you if if a, if a dime bag gets sold in the park i want in does he, he, he does he i do give him a cut of okay that. okay <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i actually met what premium about pete premium pete sauce and your hot sauce a little con what about a, a convention where like yeah we have both both sauces. We're going to set up a booth, booth at Complex. The crossover it's like, event of the year. Yeah, listen, the <laughs> mecca of sneaker have people. Have you ever eaten uh, pizza sauce out of a bucket with a spoon? I have not. I need to try that. Is that you, what you're you telling me? You haven't seen where like, Pete was on the news and they're like, oh, this guy does sauce and like he's in, driving through Brooklyn and he's in the backseat of his car and he pulls out a big bucket <laughs> of sauce and he has well, like a spoon that's this long and I need you to send out. me that link. I almost I sent you this that. tweet this morning from Pete to, to yeah, you guys. Yeah, I saw the tweet. Six hours ago. Do the wine for breakfast? Wine for breakfast. Why not? <laughs> yeah. This is the man you trusted to help you make your business decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy drinks wine, eats pizza for breakfast. I actually met Pete in 2009 at Sneaker Friends in Atlanta for the first time. And actually, Joe LaPuma was there. Sneaker for Friends. Is this the one What's that? Is this the one where you got tied up at? <laughs> I yeah, oh, Mayor, Mayor yoked him up. You no, a no, that's not. He put him in a chokehold? That was the, the game, Charlotte game one. I did not oh, okay, tied okay. Up. There was a threat, apparently. After, <laughs> there was a threat. There was a threat after, though. Oh, you not during Sneaker Friends Atlanta, though. Yeah. Probably where we met. Yes. Great event. Shouts to DJ Greg Street. Greg Street. What an event, man. Man, that, that was like the, the early days. Was it that, at the compound? It was Rick at the Ross compound. That was like Complex Con, like early. That was you like one of my first, like almost press trips that wasn't really yeah, a press trip, yep. where it was like, Wait a minute! I'm staying at like the W Hotel. Greg, she yeah. put us up at the W Hotel. I was like, this is like the best thing ever. And that's where they interviewed the ATF in the hotel room. Yes. Yeah, looking like the mafia. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Classic like the, interview. The G Rock from the shoe game. Yeah, I mean, listen, those guys like are the, all legends, man. Yeah, all uh, legends. All guys day. is G Rock. Of course. Yeah, shout out to G-Rock. And they were like all day the most dangerous man in sneakers. is from Virginia, so I see him every time he comes up to see the in-laws. Love yeah. that. A lot of history, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you still love it, which I which is great. I still I still dream about sneakers. Still I still I still get that feeling of anxiety if I can't get in my hands on a pair. That still happens. What's up your to sneakers uh app win percentage looking like? I'm at like I think thirty percent, maybe twenty five, thirty percent. No, actually that that'll be one in four. I'm at like ten percent. Okay. Yeah. What's the last thing you hit on it? Um Last thing I hit on, the white with the gum bottom. That wasn't on sneakers. Regular it was on, Air Force on One? Nike, it was on the, just on the regular Nike app. It's just the Air Force One, white yeah. with the gum bottom? Yeah. I'm but I have hit, asked for your phone. I hit on, I hit on the, the Carolina blue off-white Jordan 1s. Yeah. Okay. A lot of us said that was a nice one. Yeah. You resell them? No, I still have them. I actually got a call early, and uh, somebody was like, yo, they're dropping at like 1.23 p.m. And so I kind of had the early heads up, mm -hmm. and then... I think 123 came and went and nothing happened. And I texted my dude back. I was like, yo, they didn't drop. He's like, yo, it got pushed back to like 148 or some this obscure time. This is a dude time. at Nike? Um, no, somewhere. Somewhere in Portland. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> The same guy who flew you out for the thing? <laughs> and and, and I, so I knew they were coming. I mean, I was literally like refreshing the app. Yeah. And I texted everybody and I got a pair. Actually, what's so funny is the guy who told me about it, he's also a size nine. And he didn't even oh, get a pair. No. Wow. But I tell you what, pull up your app today, 4 p.m. Eastern. Okay. Did you yeah. get exclusive access? No. 
Off white dunks, no? No, I watched all the videos, everything. Nothing happened. Did you want to? Everybody that I do my podcast with, uh, shout out to Jerome Baker III, the best DC, the DJ in DC. He got a pair, early access, and a whole bunch of friends of mine got early access. I did not. Did you want him? Yes. You like that? Yes. I, I actually just wanted- I don't wanted know if I've ever seen you wear an off-white shoe. I just wanted any one of the whites and the black. Yeah. Okay. Well, Joe's got the black one. In the I know. Joe, not was, really. Well, it's stuck in customs. So. customs. <laughs> Can you help out with that? I'll make a call for you, Joe. Okay, Don't worry about that. it. I got you. <laughs> I'm going to call my guy at DHL. Okay. Get this pushed through customs. Oh, really? DHL. I thought you were going to say DHS. That too. We'll <laughs> <laughs> cut that if you want. <laughs> <laughs> we can call somebody at DHS for him. Yeah. I got you. Appreciate that, Abdul. I appreciate you coming by. <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you so much. This was fun. Yeah. I might be opening up a, shoe, a store in Baltimore. What Wait, kind so, of store? A yeah. sauce store? Or a sneaker store? This I'm I'm looking into it. That there's a chance, you know. Baltimore has always been a very uh, underserved and underappreciated community. And shout out to Carpet. And we don't shout out to Carpet. Um, and yes, the last time we ever had a sneaker boutique in Baltimore was a spot called Gente, and oh yeah, which was a great store. Uh, but they kind of went away after a few years, and we just have never had anything from owned by somebody from Baltimore. Mm -hmm. So. Um, I'm hoping something happens. Yeah, we'll see. Lock down a little neighborhood I'm gonna, account. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in the air and just okay. see what happens. You heard it here first. Yeah, definitely because I haven't told anyone. Well, so. we appreciate it and thank you so much for making the trip to New York. Came correct with the power stones. I appreciate in the you guys, rain. man. Seriously, and like, thank you so much uh, for this like, is an listening. honor. I'm serious. Goes yeah. both ways. We really appreciate, appreciate you taking the time. I'll see you guys complex con. Yes. Going front row. We're going, we're going crazy. He'll be in there before we're in there. Yes. He's going he's gonna to get us in trouble like with, yeah. with uh He's going to be in the HR. suite. The road manager is going to be in the in the suite at the hotel. I'm not going to give away too many secrets of how I got into that green room back there. But <laughs> we'll see you there for sure yeah, in November. This has been the Complex Sneakers Podcast. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Make sure you like. Make sure you subscribe. Have a good weekend, and we will see you next week. Our producer is Dave Matthews. Our associate producer is Jasmine Plata. Sound engineering done by Kyle Garvey. Special thanks to Jen Stewart and Shiva Bayet. The Complex Sneakers Podcast is a production of the Complex Podcast Network.